Enzo, why don't uh, you give us the uh, intro today? <laughs> uh, welcome back to Every Week is Chaos. Um, I am Lorenzo. Joining me as always is my great co-host, David. We're great equal is, a, is an overstatement here. I'm just kind of here to make oh, things shut this up. record. <laughs> shut up. No, no negative self-talk or I will beat you severely. Um, yeah. So uh, we've got a whole thing, a lot of things on the docket today. Uh, starting, you know, we've got everything from Burger King and McDonald's, or McDonald's and a little bit of Burger King, and I'll explain the Burger King later. I mean, um, we, we, we could start on that, but the, first of all, how are you doing today, bud? How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. We're back. I have a show tonight. I have a show I'm going to see tonight, a band called Vola. You should check them out. Everyone should check them out. They're great. You wouldn't like them, but other people would. Is that the one that you talk about with Novum all the time, or...? No. Or is that one that you no, talk I, about with Joe? I talk about it with Joe sometimes. Bull is great. You should listen to that. Well, people should listen to them. But uh, yeah, how are you doing? You doing? You hanging in there? I'm. I'm, I'm vibing, dude. I mean, I. I'm. I just got classwork to work on. I got. It, obviously, the you, viewers can't see it anymore, but I've got Pink Floyd posters in the background now. So I'm just like, I'm vibing. I'm living life. Fuck yeah. There's um. You mentioned something about Cuban sandwiches. You, you found a great Cuban. If Dude. listen, it, it, the best case for communism is that communism sends more Cubans our way who make amazing sandwiches. Like, like oh Cuban. yeah, I, I love a good Cuban sandwich. Like just like the ham sandwich. It's got the Swiss cheese. It's got the pickle, mustard, mayo, and then just like it's a press sandwich and just like mmm. Like the Cubans. I, I, I don't know if I've said it before I on the show. I cannot come enough. I, I don't know if I've said it before on the show, but, like, Cuban food exists on both ends yeah, of the we, spectrum Yeah, we talked here. about this. Yes. And on the on one end is, is Cuban sandwiches, and those are the best sandwiches ever made. And then the other end is Cuban hash, and I will not, re, I will not rehash that one. <laughs> but it oh, uh, yeah. You're welcome. But I will not rehash that. Like, but Cuban food exists on this wide spectrum. And if we leave out the bad stuff there, they make some wonderful food. So maybe Castro was right all along. Well, speaking of great food, well, not so great food. Should we talk about McDonald's? Okay, I, 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 I mean, I have the experience of having worked at a McDonald's, like, from 14 to 16. They put me in charge of the kitchens there. Like, they put me at 16 the... in charge of those kitchens. Do you have PTSD from the sound that the drive through thing would make? Like, the did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. I, I, I can't say I do. I mean, I'm still overly nice to fast food employees now because I was once that fast food employee and I just feel bad for them, to be honest. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, listen, I, and we can get into the ranking stuff later. I do want to get into it a little bit. But uh, I, I think McDonald's is I. I you know, it's, it's very middle of the road for me. If, I, if the person gets my damn order right then absolutely but most of the time they don't um but uh see i i can't say i've ever had an experience at a mcdonald's where they've gotten my order wrong i'll be completely well, they just, honest I've they never just forget had them something mess, i've never had them mess up my order at all like maybe it's I not guess... like the best quality food but it, it's certainly never like been screwed up like oh they put something on i didn't want or they forgot to give me a fry or anything it's never happened with me personally. they forgot to give me my mcnuggets how do they forget the mcnuggets of all things like i could see forgetting like if you order like a bunch of fries like forgetting a fry i mean we can talk nuggets. about 
the the group of people that was working more in that in that uh in that McDonald's, but it was definitely not a great. We'll just leave that there. But they McDonald's Japan put out an ad that basically showed. They put out a few ads, but the 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 one that really took the world by storm, or Twitter by storm, was uh, just a family enjoying McDonald's. Um, and it basically sent everyone just being like, "Oh my God, I want to have kids now." Uh, <laughs> and do you? That's that's one hundred and ten percent on purpose. You like because you know what's going on in Japan, right? Where their birth rate Abe's is like ghost is just manipulating <laughs> things like a like a little puppeteer. Have sex. <laughs> right, yeah, it, they're having a declining birth rate, and like I'm one hundred percent sure that like some some like Japanese government official was like, uh, McDonald's, uh, we need you to make advertisement uh, about. You I know, don't know. Like, like I don't know if that was the reason why they did it. But, like, because if you look, and I think it's the reply to the tweet where they tweeted out this short little video, this, like, animated family and everything. This is frankly adorable. Like, I don't like anime more broadly, but it was adorable to look to watch. It was so cute. It, yeah, but, like, I an- think the anime reply to it cute. was because, like, McDonald's is doing this, like, weird promotion where it's, like, as seen in, and, like, they just, re- all their ads are for McDonald's are just based off of, like, whatever movies or anything. That they've that McDonald's has appeared in stuff like that. So I'm wondering, is it in Japan? Is that like an anime that we don't know about or something? And it's like it doesn't look like that. They do they do have like the kind of Monster Mash figurines in there. They did another ad with that. Maybe that's what it is. But I could also, I mean, I here's the thing. Japan is still from what I from what I think. I'm not entirely sure. I think the government still has a lot of control over some parts of the media. Um. I fact check me on that. Um, I might get debunked, but uh, um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just say I wouldn't be surprised if I saw some or if it, the government was like, "Hey, just you know, help us out a little." And it was a very cute ad. I think that the and it and it sparked a lot of not even debate, but it was just there was a lot of people that were like, "Yeah, this is wholesome. I want to have." children and and a family and it kind of contrasts with the very very um cynical worldview of a lot of uh, not all i don't want to say all but a decent amount of the manosphere types and the red pill types i think there are some that have some legitimate stuff but i think a lot of them tend to are very bitter and very cynical and are like, oh, marriage is for pussies, you know. Do you see that thing where it was the 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 guy making fun of Pierce Brosnan for being married for twenty two years and like the woman's older? Dude, what a f- oh, nothing nothing could disgust it. Well, there, well, obviously there are things that could disgust me more, but that's just particularly disgusting. Like did this you, guy did you see that? has somebody that he's loved for that long, and you're like, oh, I don't see how he could do that. Maybe because they have a good relationship. Well, even better. He was an architect. She she has had exponentially better tits now. He knew what he was doing by putting a few babies in her. <laughs> um, okay, bud. What, those who understand will understand. But no, like that's someone he else that's actually someone who's had a very wholesome life in terms of personal life and stuff. He he is a widower. He had his previous marriage and stayed with her until the end and then found another person and like his adopt he's just a like that's seeing seeing pickup artist types 
get super up in a tizzy about that. And that's the side of the master stuff I, I really don't like. And I think it's, it's a, it might be a problem with a big tent type thing. You know how the right in, in broad strokes has adopted a big tent mentality where it's almost diluted the nature of what being on the right is because it's like, well, Dave Rubin is not particular or, um, yeah, it doesn't mean anything to be right wing these days. Like it doesn't because they don't gatekeep. Like they have a New York Democrat. He is their pro- front runner to don't be the you president. Dare tr- criticize their my God Emperor. I will. I will. I will do it. But like, th- there's no actual gatekeeping. Like if the GOP was principled, like even if we say we, that we accept that the GOP is like protectionist or whatever, then Pat Buchanan would be what every Republican should be if they properly gate. If the right wing was principled, but that he's if not. If the right wing was principled, the, the, we would run on repealing the Civil Rights Act, but you don't. Now, granted, do I think that's a fucking terrible thing to run a campaign on? Absolutely. You're not going to Oh be yeah, right. absolutely horrible. But if you're going to talk about being principled, like, you know, if you're going to be uh, that's what a right winger believes. If you're a, a centrist that's leaning right, which I think most people that call themselves that are on the right are, and that's fine. I think there's a lot of people that just don't really care. And they're like, yeah, I, you know, I don't really like being taxed so much. And it's it's Joe, it's Joe Rogan politics. I think Joe Rogan politics are fine for most people. We've talked about this before. But, like, yeah, if you're actually going to be a right wing, be a right winger. Um, also, uh, if you're, a, like, you know, there's also some unsavory types in the right wing. And I, I do believe that it's okay to punch right sometimes. I was in a debate with this um, earlier this week. I think that... There are yeah you were you were debating Ryan Turnipseed yeah which you know I'm you know I'm 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 glad that he gave me the time of day because um, he is very smart but um, we definitely disagree on this one because I, I do think that like there are some very clear unsavory types on the right and I don't want to associate with them and I and I I think it's a, I I I think I I I think my stance on that as far as like looking all at all that stuff is. Um, I don't see this as anything like I don't think these people have any relevancy outside of the internet, and so I don't see that like I could see like oh you like bash them a little bit on Twitter or whatever, but I don't think like there's any reason to be like dragging it out of the online sphere because these people don't matter. They're completely irrelevant. Most people will never listen to them anyways. Well, that's fair, but that that also that also shouldn't stop me from calling <laughs> faggot. So, like, you can bleep that one out. You, why don't you bleep that one out? It'll it'll be funnier if you bleep it out in editing. Put a put a put a little note there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. About eleven minutes in. Okay, <laughs> I'll write that down. But like, you know, I just I I I don't really have um. I don't like a lot of the extreme right wing. And I think that most of them are very stupid. And I think that most of them engage in racialist politics and, and identitarian politics that I find distasteful. I don't want to associate with them. You know, they can do their own thing, and but I don't like them, and I don't think I should be forced to like them just because we're on the same side. Same reason I shouldn't be forced to, to agree with Dave Rubin or the stupid sub- you know, room temperature IQ people from based politics. Like, you know, I I don't want to associate with either of them, but 
that's that's whatever. Let's go back to McDonald's. Um, what I was going to say and bring the tangent back around, I think the Manosphere has done a similar thing where they have a big tent where they have people that are like, yeah, the divorce court screwed with me. I can't see my kids. You know, there, there's a lot of things, you know, fighting for men's rights more broadly or even some of the red pill types who I, I, I find a lot of them distasteful. Um, but some of them that are like, yeah, you know, there, there are certain things about intersexual dynamics and how men and women interact that you can keep in mind but they associate themselves with the pickup artist crowd and the I hate all women crowd and these black pill merchants that just do nothing but feed the minds of young men that, that women are evil and there's nothing to be, you know, just get money and get hoes. And it's like, same thing with Andrew Tate. Like, I think that Andrew Tate is truly someone that is subhuman. Yeah. Um, that, that guy, if you're not gatekeeping that guy out of, every reasonable conversation i have no interest in talking to you because andrew tate like listen like if there's nothing there's nothing that says uh um like nothing that says subversion quite like a pornographer try coming in and trying to convince you that he's here to break you out of the matrix like there's nothing like there's no clear example of subversion like this guy literally manufactured part of the problem here and now this guy is telling you, "I'm here to, I'm here to break you out of the matrix. The matrix hates me. I hate the matrix." Like this is, the, this is the guy, who's 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 selling you all this garbage. And then not to mention, like I don't, I don't like the phrase like calling someone a misogynist because like you know it's thrown around too well, much at, for having any opinion. Women. But he, he is. There, are, there are genuine. Yeah. There is some genuine misogyny. And calling, I, calling and, uh, no, I don't mean it like the stupid buzzwords and whoever's going to complain on Twitter or social media. They use the word misogynist because it's such a buzzword. It's just like Nazi these days or whatever. No, I'm not using it like that. Like there are genuinely some people in that sphere who hate women and who, who, who think women as completely lesser beings. And that's I, I, I see that as complete. I see that as wrong. Do I think there are dynamics? There's differences between men and women and what they what they typically tend to do and what their strengths and abilities are. Yes, there's obviously differences between people, but that they're they're kind of like equal but different. I don't know if that's a good phrase, yeah, but like no, there's no, there's it, differences, and I don't I don't I don't separate. I see no reason to hate women at all. Like, come on, and, and, but some of these people genuinely do, and it's disgusting, and it's not helpful to men. Like, if you, like, again, and another phrase you don't want to use is, like, the incel thing, right? Because, like, every, every feminist will use that as an insult against any man who has any opinion about gender dynamics. But then, like, genuinely, these people are going to create, like, actual incels. People who, yeah, men I, who I, hate women I with all their the heart. I like, if you want a decent bit of intersexual dynamics, beware of women that don't have good relationships with their father. And that's something that... A lot of red pill people talk about, and that's actually something that I agree with. Beware women who have bad relationships with their father. It's going to screw them up with male relationships for the rest of their life. And a lot of times, they're gonna, from my experience, they're going to be more promiscuous, and they're going to be more ready to be like, well, fuck you, dad. I'm going to whore myself out because you said I couldn't, right? It's very, you know. But also, with Andrew Tate calling him a subhuman monkey, it is a disservice to monkeys. So um, just putting that out there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was nice and heartening to see some of the stuff with the McDonald's that where people were kind of moving away from that a little bit. And, um, 
there were some, and there's still some people. There's people like Pearl, Pearl, like, and my pro. I have so many problems with Pearl, and the biggest one is like, you cannot. Her, she's such a fucking pick me grifter loser. Like, I'm sorry, she got ran through by twelve different basketball teams worth of men, and now she thinks that she can go and you know, talk about, she originally was like, oh, I want to be a submissive trad wife. I want my husband to slap me and beat me and I shouldn't know how to read and all this stuff. And now she's like, marriage is bad. What woman she's... actually thinks like that? Like, I don't think she actually thinks like that. I think it's in, like an engagement no, I, I think, tool. Like she she's does. definitely I think... grifting. No, I don't think just, she genuinely she's... believes that. Because I'm sorry, that... like with how many with how many women I've met, I don't think any woman thinks like you know the cliche trad wife that all these like internet right wingers want. Like, oh, I want a trad wife who all she wants to do is clean the house and take care of my kids and cook for me. I'm sorry, those women don't exist. We don't no, live no, in that no, no. world. They, they, they do. Exist. I, I don't they think don't they really do the exist. Internet. Yeah, they don't, well, they don't exist on the internet. internet, obviously. But I also just don't think they largely exist these days. At least in the I... modern world, unless you're gonna go and meet a jo- girl, unless you're gonna meet like a Jehovah's Witness. Or you're gonna go and meet like, a, or you're you gonna can, go, you unless, can meet girls. or like an Amish girl. Like unless you meet any of those, I don't see that as as like actually happening you these days. You can meet girls that want to be more trad. You can meet girls that are like, I want yeah. to provide I for mean, you. I want to cook. I want to clean. But yeah, I, I mean, that, I've I've interacted with a few women who are like that, who genuinely just like they some that they like say, oh, they want to have a family, right? But I think like I don't think you're gonna get the oh. You're not going to get that trad wife, right, who walks around and is like, I want to just clean your floors all day and then just make you meals, and all I want, that's all I want to do. Like, they don't, they, there's no woman out, out there these days who really wants to be just, like, a slave to their husband. That's yeah, not a real and, thing and, anymore. And the thing with Pearl is that I honestly think part of it is that she's – here's the thing. Here's why I think she's not as much grifting. Have you ever seen someone as ugly and mid, as aggressively ugly as Pearl with such an audience – like, she's begging for someone to fucking, like, shut her mouth for her. Like, she's begging. The, all of this stuff online is her basically begging. She wants one of these idiotic Manosphere guys or any of these kind of loser incels. She wants one of them to come up and beat her. Silly. I'm sorry. Maybe that's a little bit risque to say. But she's so fucking ugly and useless. Anyway, let's stop talking about her because I will say Good things Lord. that will get. <laughs> oh, I hope to God that like my any future employers don't discover this podcast. Um, I'm so I'm being. Hey, at least I'm punching at the right people. Okay, at least I'm going against you know. But uh, no, I like the McDonald's ad and I like that stuff. Now, other fast food things that were in the news. Are there other fast food things that are in the news? Well, yeah. I Burger... guess I haven't seen any. <laughs> Burger King pulled all their advertising from Rumble because of the Russell Brand thing. And... I, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I still don't know who Russell Brand is, so I can't don't say bother. that I'm, like, he's a invested at all in this stuff. Like... He's a, so he's a, it's not going to mean anything to me, I guess. I he's know. a deviant degenerate. Don't worry about it. Um, you wouldn't like him. Uh, he's a leftist. He looks kind of metrosexual. Um, he has some good takes here and there. I can totally see him. I talked about this on Tyler Yankee's show. Uh, I can totally see him doing wacky shit when you are involved in a very degenerate scene, which he was. He has said himself, he was a harlot. 
and when you deal with the women that are in those kinds of things, you're going to deal with a lot of gray areas when it comes to consent. So I'm going to say on that, but Burger King pulled their funding from Rumble, and uh, certain online people are like, we need to boycott Burger King now. I was boycotting Burger King already because it fucking sucks. Dude, Burger King is a gross place. Like, I, I think I've only genuinely had their food once, and it was not good. Like, if I want, like, a fast food burger, I'll just go to McDonald's. Well, like, here's, there's, okay, there's a, here's, there's a million here's more McDonald's in the world, and it makes it, and it tends to be way more consistent, I'm sure, and actually tastes somewhat better, especially when you get, like, extra salt. Like, for some reason, I get extra salt on my, on my burgers, like, of, like, the cooking salt they've got. Now, okay, so here's, here's, here's now where we get to the real meat of the topic I really want to discuss, The real which is, meat of the topic? Hey, all right, let's rank, let's Let's rank some fast food establishments because I think that there's a certain tiers, right? You've got your McDougal, McDonald's, Burger Kings, and Wendy's. They're I on do the love McDougal's. <laughs> I love <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> no, McDougal's. <laughs> that's, that's Asian McDonald's. That's Chinese McDonald's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, you fucking kid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um i think that uh they're the bottom tier is mcdonald's burger king wendy's you can find them just about anywhere and they will fill your stomach but i would never really be like wow i'm really hankering for some mcdonald's or burger king or wendy's and i think a step above that is where you get like i feel like burger. you need to i feel like you need to put like you need to take um, Burger King and put it in a separate tier in of itself sure, sure. because Burger it's just King that bottom. garbage. Yeah, like it's just Burger that King. bad. Arby's Burger fries King. are just about the only thing I'll ever go to Arby's for because Arby's fries are just like, like yeah, like good. the chef's kiss sucks. thing, right? Like they're great. But then you've got your second your second tier of burger chains, and these are more local, and I think they're better. You've got In and Out, Whataburger, Culver's, Five Guys. I don't like Five Guys. I'll be completely honest. I'm not a big fan. That's fair. I think they are objectively higher quality than Wendy's or McDonald's. They're just expensive, and I don't... Oh, yes. I just... Yes, they are expensive. Ugh. I don't know. Something about, like, Five Guys food I just don't enjoy at all. Well, you know, that not everyone can be right. I, I think that now I think, the chi- now the chicken strip sandwich from from Whataburger, ooh, that's a good that's a good. That's a their good chicken sandwich. strips are great. I've gotten their like double Whataburger, or their when I make it a what a meal. Their fries are good. I just never feel like they're fresh. Um, but Whataburger has been a great experience. In and Out, another great experience. Double doubles are great. I've heard their fries suck. Um, I know they make them in-house. I saw them make it in-house, which is a big difference from a lot of places. Their shakes are fucking phenomenal. Ooh, you know who you know who else is a good one in that t- category? A&W. You know, like the root beer company? Like, they have yeah. their own restaurants. Like, those are good. Man, you are so Midwestern. I say root beer the exact same way. <laughs> I've never had a and I mean, I've had A&W root beer, but I have n- I've never had A&W at a, at a, like, burgers or fries or anything like that. See, I had one in my hometown, so it was it was always there. And it, uh, their fries are really good because they use, like, season salt and everything on them, too. And it's just like... Oh. I will say, Five Guys Cajun fries are the shit. 
can't speak to them. That's fair. That's fair. They're good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I would like to try some AWs. Anyone who's listening, uh, let us know on Twitter what what chains are better and worse. Culvers, let's get to Culvers for a sec. Big fan of their burgers. Their fries kind of suck. Dude, a butter burger is great. Butter burgers, it's a great thing. Their the root beer is excellent. Um, one of my, one of my favorites in terms of, it's not my top tier, but it's in my second tier. Um, my top tier basically has two local things to upstate New York that you'll never find anywhere else. It's Saranac root beer and, um, uh, Tom Walls root beer. Tom Walls is a local burger chain. See, Um, in Minnesota, we had 1919 root beer, which is just like, I don't know, something about the way they make it just like hits right. And it's just perfect. I'm a root beer nationalist. I'm a big, I'm a big, that's, that's like, you don't find it outside of America. And that's the war in Northern root beer aggression. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that keeps me. Well, they can still find good root beer down here. Um, But uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, Culver's. I think their fries kind of suck. I'm not a fan of the crinkle cut fries. Yeah. The fries aren't that great. Yeah. They're just, meh. You can get them at the frozen aisle in the supermarket, and they'll be the same. But um, In-N-Out is good. Have you had In-N-Out? I, I haven't had In-N-Out yet, no. I've had Whataburger, though, and Culver's. Whataburger is great. Yeah. Are there any local Florida chains? I, I mean, I don't know how local local is, but, I, but I've just come across, like, Steak and Shake, and it's, like, their shakes are good. Their food, I, the rest of their food's pretty Coast eh. Thing. Is it just an East Coast thing? Yeah, there's there's one in the Met Stadium, and I never go there because the lines. Whenever when I've been to the two Mets games I've been to, the line is too long, and the food's just. You know how ballpark food is normally unbelievably expensive. Yeah. Imagine Shake Shack prices, but also more expensive. Oof. Yeah, it's steak bad. Steak Shack or Steak and Shake. S- steak and Shake. Steak okay. and Shake. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't had Steak and Shake. Um, I'm sure it's good, but uh. I'll have to leave that one out there, though. But this is another thing. If we're going to root beer, how are you feeling on the big three root beer? If you've got Mugs, Bark, and A&W, which one's the best? A&W. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, and and that's, then I would go Mug and then Bargs. Like, I don't enjoy Bargs at all. It just I'm tastes like right there. It just tastes like just syrup. It, it tastes, tastes like, like actual root beer. It, it tastes more like cola. Yeah, that's um, a fair assessment, I'd say. I mean, I'll still have it. I'll still enjoy it. If someone gives me a Bargs root beer, I'm not going to complain. But... I definitely A and W clears both. Um, I'll enjoy mugs on occasion. It's got to be really cold though. Like room temperature mugs taste like ass. Um, whereas I can have kind of any like room temperature A and W still kind of tastes good um, if it gets to that point. You know, sometimes uh, there's a Stewart's root beer is one I've had down here in Texas. Um, I think it's pretty national. I'm not sure. I'm I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan. Um, so yeah, there's like there's... two that are kind of local to me and one's obviously the 1919 one that I mentioned and I just love 1919 root beer like it's the best yeah. and they're the, they're in like the kind of like the Arizona sized cans at all times Ooh, I know and you're they, an Arizona fan as well yeah I love Arizona iced tea like that's just great um, I like the Arnold Palmer specifically of like the Arnold Palmer but um, like the 1919, you can also get them in, like, big kegs. So, like, whenever somebody would have, like, you know, a grad party or anything like that, they get a big mug. They get a big, like, gallon ju- thing of, like, well, not a gallon thing. That's more. Uh, they get like they would get a keg of 1919 and just crack it open, and everyone would just have 1919 with, like, you where know, straight this? out of there. And 1919, it's like a Minnesota-Wisconsin. No, 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 no. Where, where, where's the, where do you have the keg, the keggers? Uh... Um, 
What do you mean? Like, we just get it from, like, Walmart. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, man, it, it was great. fun. And then another one is, like, even farther north. Like, it's, like, only upper Minnesota. is like, it's called um, Grandma's Root Beer. I don't remember what it is exactly, if that's it. But it's, like, it's named after, it's, it's after this lady who lived, like, in the Boundary Waters. Like, you know, right where all the canoe trips go and everything, right? Like, like, I am not native to Minnesota so, geography, brother. So, <laughs> like, in north of Duluth, in that area between, like, Duluth, like, if you were to draw a line from Duluth all the way to, like, the Dakotas, like, north of there is basically the Boundary Waters, and it's, like, all a bunch of marshes and stuff, and people just, like, go and canoe there. Like, no internet. It's absolute... Here's, it's, like, it's a... the real wilderness, man. And up there, there used to there used to be this lady who lived, like, in the... Who used to live in the marshes there, and she just brewed all of her own root beer. And for some reason, they like I think they got her recipe and they started making it more. They started like actually manufacturing it or whatever. And now they now they just they named it after her. But it's like only in that area, like that strip. Now here's a question about Minnesota: Can you use your hand to make a map of it? I know you can for Wisconsin and Michigan. Use my hand to make a map of it. I don't know. I can't say I've honestly tried. Gotcha. That's a very Midwestern thing. You should probably work on that. You can make one of Alaska, where it's just kind of like, obviously, uh, yeah, viewers you can't like see that. it. Yeah, you just kind of like do the L, yep. and then you kind of bend it a little bit. Alaska's honorary Midwestern. Um, you know why? Great fishing and hunting, and the inventors of ranch, uh, and Hidden Valley ranchers invented in Anchorage. So Interesting. I, I guess so that, I did not know that. <laughs> it's a it's it's a midwestern state. It's a midwestern state. We claim it as an unofficial. Right. As, well, well, you're from New York, bud. Yeah. Did you see the accent map? I hold on. I'm gonna send you this I accent and dialect map. I haven't map. seen an accent map. Good lord. It's one of my favorite maps, um, and it shows by county the dialects of each um oh my god i have so many billions must die memes i have to scroll Good through all Lord. of them <laughs> why because uh, they're hilarious do you just get them from that one guy you know the... <laughs> that one guy. everyone has their pet esoteric right wing meme account dude and then i hopped into this twitter space just to hear him for a bit <laughs> Dude, I also saw this screenshot, like, um, like even in, like, the more dissident right-wing than, like, the libertarian spheres, there's, like, you know, all the Aaron McIntyre guys, but, like, the niche, small Aaron McIntyres, like, the, the transgender spokesman for Ukraine was in their Twitter space, and they're like, we're about to get drone-striked, aren't we? <laughs> oh, man, that reminds me, I, I was trying to formulate a tweet about, so you know how there's that SS guy that, um, got, um... Like a standing ovation in Canadian Yeah. Parliament. Yeah, yeah that so guy? like here's the thing, right? I think that the take is actually more nuanced than anyone's giving it credit for. Uh, because number one, it is very funny that after calling everyone a Nazi and all this stuff, they are literally clapping for a former Nazi. I think that is very funny. That being said, 
I think it is perfectly understandable as to why a Ukrainian in the 1940s would want to fight the Soviets and even join a paramilitary group to terrorize the Soviets who had genocided his people a decade beforehand. Yeah, like I can understand why when facing communism, you might, I, I think incorrectly, assume that the natural opposite to that is Nazi slash fascism, and so you would join with that. Same well, thing with, like, you know, how there being, like, a Nazi problem in Ukraine. And also, in there's also a, a bit of a problem there in, in Russia as well. It's, like, the entire Eastern Bloc. Because when confronted with genocidal communists, some people might wonder, oh, did the right side of this conflict win? I mean, well, so neither thing. side was good. There wasn't going to be a good ending for the Eastern Bloc there. But, it's like, a, you could understand why some people might jump to certain conclusions. But at the same time... It's just let's let's not be clapping for for anyone here. Yeah, okay? it's, it's 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 the same thing with um, Franco, and it's and it's it's kind of a, a thing I've been thinking about as well, which is um, that the because we talk a lot about Franco and all that stuff, and I think that most people. We already know that most people do not want freedom. Most people do not want liberty. Despite what people may tell you, people are actually very fine with authoritarian measures. And I think that a lot of dictators are actually liked by their people if they can keep the freaks off the streets and make it safe for them to go to work. That's it. That's why people liked Franco. Franco is an authoritarian dictator, but he kept the freaks off the I, streets. I think, there were, I think there are clear differences between Franco and, like, Pinochet and, like, Mussolini and then like Hitler and Stalin. I think there are pretty clear differences between those guys and the yeah, evil. They're all think, evil, think any, yeah. but some of well, them are yeah. uniquely in a different tier. Yeah, Franco. You know, Franco kept the freaks off the streets, let you go to church, and all that stuff. I can see why people liked him. And Pinochet please keep in mind that the Republicans in the Spanish Civil War were like digging up the graves of nuns and marching them in the streets. They yeah, were not well, good guys. As much no. as they as much as they want you to believe that, they were not good people any more than Franco was. In fact, they were maybe maybe the good there's a pretty there's a pretty good argument to say that they were worse. They're like objectively worse. Yeah, I I you know, and that's another thing I don't despite a lot of anarchists simping for the CNT FAI um which was the uh, Catalonian anarchists I think a lot of them were kind of stupid and they were anarcho-communist anyway, which means they were leftists and all leftism needs to be eradicated. All Everything that leftists do turns to shit. Um, leftism is the enemy of beauty, truth, and anything that is good. Amen. We, we must not give shit leftists a single inch or they will ruin everything. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Pinochet. <sighs> I know that's, you know, people, I, he did, like, he was, he was, him and Allende were pretty brutal. That's just something where it's like, <sighs> he wasn't as bad as Mussolini and Hitler, but he was not great. I don't, it, it was not as, it was not a situation like Franco. Um, but, um, regardless, I was going to make a meme that was like, uh, right wing, like white nationalists, uh, like having a breakdown over the SS thing because on one hand they want to support base trad Russia, but on the other hand they they want to bend over backwards and take dick from white nationalists. 
Yeah, buddy. There's not. A, I'm. I'm just not gonna have a take on it, to be honest. Like, I. I saw. I saw some nuance. Because you're not allowed to it. have nuance on the internet. Like you're not. Yeah, you're just, I can have nuance. This. You, you. I have nuanced takes on a lot of different things, but I don't really. I. You just can't have it in certain areas, and it's. It's a shame. It's a shame. But, you know. Also, n- n- pr- good time to mention that Russia is not this trad nation that they want to make it out to no, be like not, not in the actually, slightest like it has the highest Ukraine, rate of aids in the country well in the world sorry i mean also ukraine banned gay marriage so like <laughs> come on trads you gotta pick your you gotta pick your side here or you could just <laughs> not pick a side and just be an enlightened centrist and be like i don't care it all belongs to rome yeah, I don't really give a shit. Also, that was another The solution I, to the Israel-Palestinian conflict is to give it back to Rome. Albania. I don't even know what Albania is. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. I still have to read. Um, I, I just got SPQR, so I'll be able to read yeah, that about. I hope you enjoy it. You're more, definitely more of a book person. I got a lot of my reading. There's a book called Warfare in the Classical World I read a lot of stuff on. I listen to some podcasts. There's one that ranks all the Roman emperors. The 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 guys from it are pretty woke now, um, which doesn't really impact Roman history as much. You know, I he they they do a good job, and it's it's funnier. And one of the things that I my one of my philosophies of some of the Roman history stuff is that I I don't really care sometimes if the story is incredulous or not. If it's a great story, I'm gonna choose to believe it's true because I think that's funny, and that's how I go through a lot of life. Uh, you know, like. There, there's a whole period in the crisis of the third century where all you have to rely on is this book called the Historia Augusta, which fucking sucks. It, about 20% of the book is like estimated to be accurate. So, you know, that means an entire 80% is inaccurate. But it's hilarious. Half the shit they have in there is absolutely hilarious. So I'll believe some of it because it's very funny. Like, um, so yeah, there's certain things with that. Um, once again, I will continue to gatekeep the Roman Empire thing. Um, I saw a bunch of people being like, oh my god, it's trendy for men to like the Roman Empire now. It's gross. It's an ick. It's an ick. No, fuck you. All those men are fake posers and gay. I like the Roman Empire first. I am Rome's strongest soldier and will defend Rome until the end of time because Romans are superior. Romans are the real Aryans. I was getting into an argument... <laughs> I was getting into an argument on Twitter about this uh, earlier on yesterday because there were some people that were some some Celtic LARPers that were trying to, you know, make a claim that Rome sucked and whatever. And uh, I'm sorry, you shit, piss, poor, pathetic little pussies. Rome wiped your civilization off the map. They genocided the Gauls and they reduced you to a bunch of sheep fuckers in Wales and a bunch of dying farmers in Ireland and in Scotland. I'm so sorry. Your skin burns in the sunlight because you guys have empiric blood, not worthy of being humid. Your hair, <laughs> your hair is worthless and is colored like a carrot. Romans have pure. Hey, 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 hey! I caught that, you piece of shit. <laughs> you can't just go around saying that. That's too far. Listen, Romans listen, man. All I'm saying is, Italy is the coolest European country. It has an awesome language. It has an awesome climate. It has, it has rich history. Women. It has beautiful architecture. Women. That. It beautiful and women. it just got great food. Like, it's just a perfect all-around country. So please don't uh, ruin okay. this. 
like Italians, please don't ruin your country. Like, like I said, I, I, I think Romans are superior in every way. Our skin tans. We have beautiful hair. We have beautiful skin. We have beautiful language. Pristine genetics. The mafia. Who is calling me? Hold on. So hopefully they leave me a voicemail. It was not a. Don't they know the news is playing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they know? Don't they know a um, podcast is going on here? Say. <laughs> you know that you know that accent was actually like entirely fabricated for TV. It was the TV accent. You didn't find it, it anywhere. And yeah, it's the okay. transatlantic accent. So I'm looking at. So I actually wanted to go back to this because I'm looking at your map now. And I'm going to be completely honest. This seems a little too diverse. Like, as far as dialects go. Because I want to be completely okay. honest, I think most people tend to sound like... Like, they tend to sound like me and you. Like, we sound... We, we have a pretty standard dialect. It's just maybe there's, like, a few words we pronounce differently at times. I think the only place I've gone where I can hear, like, distinct accents are, like, Alabama. Alabama, there's a very distinct accent from Alabama. And then there's also kind of, like... Floridians kind of have, like, this nasally, like... They have this nasally way of speaking. Like, they're kind of talking through their nose. I so, don't know. Buy my so, book. <laughs> so uh, I will refute that by saying that I can actually see a lot of this stuff here, and I'll explain why. So um, the Midlands, so it, it's not as, it's also dialects. It's slang. It's phrases. It's not just the way people talk. It's the slang that they use, right? So. Um, and I'll, we should put a link to this map in the show description if you can work your magic on that one, David. Um, but um, so here's a, here's a good here's a good example, right? Um, let me see if I can find a good just a good good example. All right, so um, ta, what is it called? Highland Southern accent. Highland Southern accent is like typical southern accent right it's throughout most of east or west tennessee um kentucky northern alabama all that stuff right we so andy for example andy has a very he has a certain drawl but that is a different type of drawl than what i've heard in texas right and same thing with um Pittsburgh has a very different dialect from the rest of Pennsylvania. It's also a little bit more Midwestern than Philly. Philly's got its own. Philly and South Jersey have their own. Dialect. East Coast is much more dialect. Or, uh, uh, East Coast is much more linguistically diverse. Um, you can tell someone's from Philly. You can tell someone's from. Um, you can tell someone's from New York, obviously, especially from Boston. Um, I don't know much about Maine. I really don't know much about the Maine accent. Um, I think some of these, but I do agree with, there's a the um, Inland North dialect. That's basically most of Wisconsin, Michigan, my area of New York, or my old area of New York, Ohio, coastal Ohio. It gets into Iowa, gets into um, Illinois. Um, Youpers apparently have their own accent. I don't know much about Youpers. But... I like this. I like this map. I looked at it for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not dialectically diverse to be, enough to be able to tell you whether or not that's accurate. I don't know. I would say driving from my hometown 
through Iowa and Missouri, at least, I did not detect any, like, big changes. Like, I think the I biggest mean, change was somebody pointing out to me that I say oofta, which became, like... I say that instead of, like, ope or anything like that. Ope there, bud, yeah. or anything. Like, I say oofta yeah, because so, it was a, it's, like, one of those cliche things from, like, Fargo or whatever. And so I started saying it ironically, and then it became integrated into my vocabulary. So I'll just oh, go oofta. So, so that's the thing. If you look at the upper Midwest dialect, that's that kind of area of Minnesota. That okay, but people more... people around me don't actually speak like that. Like they don't. They don't sound like they're going from Fargo, there, bud. You know, don't you know? We don't talk like that, there, bud. We don't. We don't talk <laughs> like that. We're not from Fargo. That's a North Dakota thing. Like we don't actually talk like that. <laughs> well, yeah, and North Dakota has more of that. I'm saying it's more. Oh yeah, the you there, bud. You got them all oh, over yeah. in NDSU and all that fun stuff. You know, oh, we don't yeah, got much got... here. We got our our state tree is gonna be a telephone pole, don't you know? Because we don't got much trees around there. We just got ducks. We got farm. We got that, we got telephone poles. It's like Kurt the cowardly kind of... dog. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked this. I really liked this map, but. Um... Guys, I finally figured out the perfect map for for the national divorce, <laughs> separated <laughs> by dialect. Yes. Oh. Please. We can't we can't have a country if we can't agree on what the definition of a casserole is. <laughs> what is that? What is it? Is it a casserole, casserole or is it a hot dish? I say casserole to be honest. I don't. I don't. I've never had a casserole or a hot dish. I can't even like remember what a casserole is. It's kind of like, it's almost like kind of like a pot pie filling, but put in like a big like square dish with like breading like covered on cover on the top. Of like various things, look... there's like, of course, it can be mix and matched, whatever, right? But it's kind of like a big oh, square you, it pot. It says hot. It says hot dish too. Yeah, oh, tater tot hot, hot dish there, bud. You gotta have some tater tot I, hot that's, dish. That's literally the first thing that showed up. Was tater tot <laughs> hot dish. Yeah, that's because apparently people in Minnesota say hot dish. I mean, I know plenty of people who refer to it as hot dish, but yeah, I don't. So I've it, never it called it that. I've always called it. It, it originates in the upper Midwest, where it remains popular, particularly in Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, and eastern Montana. Uh, where you know, the casserole. Let's see where the casserole now. Uh, Not gonna that's lie, that's just kind of an American like, thing. I'm I'm wed to the idea of living somewhere warmer, but if I had to live like in any Midwest state, I live in Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin, like I'm from Minnesota, so I'm supposed to have this Why beef Wisconsin? with Wisconsin. But Wisconsin's just beautiful. It's like, it's like this nice kind of red leaning purple state. So we have like protections for the unborn and stuff we got gun rights it's, like if you go north you got like all the cabin country towards the south you got kind of like you know suburbia stuff like it's nice and you, it's just it's, like it's, it's close miller high life stuff. miller high life is the champagne of beers don't you know all right well yeah but like i think if i were to live in any midwestern state i wouldn't live in minnesota because minnesota is the people's republic of minnesota north and south dakota have nothing Iowa's just too dead though des moines was very nice like yeah, but like, is nice, but Michigan's another like Iowa. socialist republic right over there. Michigan's a shithole. Sorry, I know. I, Ohio and up. Indiana aren't really midwestern states; they're Rust Belt states. But Wisconsin, the, Wisconsin is like the all of the Rust Belt is Midwest, but all of them, but Midwest does not mean Rust Belt. If that makes any sense. Okay, yeah, that, I suppose that would be fair because then you would include like, like Nebraska, Kansas, right? 
Nebraska, yeah, like Kansas, Nebraska, like Missouri, maybe. Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri. That reminds me of Midwest, but the Rust Belt also is very Midwestern. Like that, we we were your brethren, okay? Milwaukee, like Detroit. Well, yeah, because like all of like the kind of Eastern, well, the Northern European immigrants would all just like come here and go to work there. Kind of like you got the Scandinavians, you got the Irish immigrants, and they're all just like traversing with all the steel and everything along along the the Great Lakes, because they're, they're all eventually connected, right? Yes, very true. But, uh, yeah, how did we get on the dialect map? How I don't know. We, did... I, I just, you, you sent it to me, and I wanted to bring it up because I had some thoughts on why I don't think I sound like, like I don't sound like I'm I from Fargo say, there, bud. That's one of the few Appalachian... actions I can do, don't you know? <laughs> Appalachian English is certainly different. I started to call it Appalachia. Stuff. Like, I've just started oh, to refer wow. to it like that because Wendigoons wow. rubbed I... off on me that much. <laughs> Did you see people that were trying to cancel Wendigoon? Dude, are you, like, <laughs> like let's He's let's ignore it. Let's, like, say that the Wendigo and, like, the goon thing and, like, the goggles aren't obvious. Like, let's say that's completely, like, that's not obvious at all and you don't notice that, right? Where, where, where do you get lost? Like, him doing the divine comedy... Uh, him doing the Lost Books of the Bible, the Paradise Lost, like the Angels Iceberg, like... or like the we the Waco video. Like, which one are you like not understanding who Wendigoon is? Didn't he like literally do sermons on his channel? Yeah, for a while? like he has Sunday school videos. If you scroll far enough, like I love Wendigoon. Yeah, like, that's... like if I, if he we seems, go, he seems like a great guy. So if if we go to my YouTube subscriptions, which I don't have very many YouTube subscriptions anymore. I used to subscribe to everyone's, but I don't catch them. Like the only people, the only person that beat, well, the only, the only people that can beat the Mises Institute's YouTube channel and Bishop Robert Barron is Wendigoon. Only Wendigoon. Partly, part of that is because I've watched the Conspiracy Theory Iceberg all the way through twice. You're literally cold. You're I'm, literally cold. I'm not literally cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me see what uh my most relevant ones are but like oh okay this makes sense i but I, yeah uh, the top one for me is sam sulek who anyone who does bodybuilding will know um because he posts like every day workout videos and he's 100 percent on gear but he looks so he's so fucking big and the thing that's cool about sam is um that he like just is very chill and is not like super hyper like he goes to planet fitness in the y for his workouts and he like doesn't wear all the crazy gym gear he wears like oversized unwashed goodwill t-shirts and sweatpants like he's a people's lifter but yeah like my youtube descriptions i've got sam Sulek, and then like there's people that i'll watch apparent uh occasionally i watch charlie barons occasionally he's a very he's very midwest comedy i'll send you some of his stuff he has a he has a midwest nice video in the winter where he like goes around and he one he is like a joke about how like overly nice Midwesterners are. Where it's like someone stepping on his foot where he's wearing flip flops. And he's like, sorry, could you move your foot? I wouldn't, otherwise I wouldn't, you know, ask if, if I wasn't wearing sandals, but I'm wearing sandals. Could you step off my foot? Would you? But also like he puts everyone's uh, windshield wipers up when it's snowing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been the one to do that a few times. Like when, when it would snow during high school, like, I would always be, like, if I got out early, I would be the one to be, like, clearing out my friend's, the, like, all the snow out of my friend's windows. <laughs> the Midwest nice strike. Oh, yeah. We don't have that. Oh, we yeah. didn't have that in Rochester because we, we had, we, everyone's an asshole. Um, you but, do have some uh, New York in you. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we have the worst parts of the East Coast and the Midwest. See, my, my favorite thing about the Midwest is, like, the Midwest goodbye, or at least the Minnesota goodbye, where it takes you, like, an hour. <laughs> like, you're like, well, we gotta go there, bud. And then you go and you speak to every single person for, like, another 15 minutes, and then you make plans that you're not gonna necessarily keep keep at all. Like, you're gonna see each other at the next holiday, but not any any time before that. But then you go and make all oh, these plans and you walk and you go and gather all of your food into like the Tupperware containers or like, you know, like you take like the, like the top the tater container or whatever. And then you just like put all your food your, in there. The, the Cool Whip container. Yes, the Cool, the cool Whip container. container. See, okay, in Rochester, we, or my, my family had, so we had some more things. Now, number one, the family that I, I spent the most time with was very Jewish. So that, Chutzpah. that. So, so we had a, it's a very similar thing, you know, say what you will about the Jews, but they're a very family oriented people. Um, I really had a lot of, you know, the goodbyes would be super long. Um, I'd always have lots of cookies and desserts and food yeah. given to me. Let, let's keep in mind before anyone tries to cancel you, you are Jewish. So yeah, oh, I'm saying <laughs> he's not saying way. that I, in like a weird way. He's like saying like, he has experience. I I loved I loved growing up around my my it was my stepdad's family. You know what's um, one thing I really like love hearing learning about like the early early Judaism especially around the time of like Christ and everything is I love their educational system cuz like the first 5 years they would go and they'd learn like you know r learn like the Torah, right? And then after mm -hmm. that, if they weren't they weren't as good with that stuff, they would go and they would go and just like get an apprenticeship. And then like those who were good enough would go and learn a little bit more. And then if they weren't good enough to go beyond that, then they would go to an apprenticeship, right? And then they would go <laughs> and then then there would be some who would just go and then learn from a rabbi to become a rabbi, right? But like the like the apprenticeship thing, like going and learning your father's trade, like we need so much more of that. Like that's just well, like such a great idea. Like we need more of that in the American education system. Here's here's the thing as well, and this is something that I have an issue with because it's it's a common trope among the right to just kind of hate on the Jews, but the Jews are basically everything the right wants. They're 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 a strongly insular, strongly family oriented, very high in group preference people that look out for each other and have maintained a cultural a cultural distinction for thousands of years. All the people that go on and harp on this and that about white culture, this white culture, that it's like, what's your white culture? You live in America. America is very much a melting pot. And I think that there is something to be said about different. There is different, you know, Italians have kept some of their culture. Other people have kept some of their culture, but Godspeed the Italians. Let's go. <laughs> Italian again, the true Aryans. Um, but uh, there is something to be said that like Jewish p communities have kept whole for th so long and you can diss on them all they want. But if you want to talk about why the Jews have all stuff is because they're more successful than you and they were smarter than you and they beat you at your own game. So shut the fuck up and suck my big dick. Because I'm right. And the thing is, it's envy. It's envy. All those right-wingers have envy because they look at the saviors of the right race who are Mexican. And they look at, you know, their beautiful white culture, which is dying out. And they go, 
oh god the jews are controlling everything but the jews have done everything better than you for so long we kept our hands clean when your stupid people were dying in the black plague we were too powerful <laughs> we invented capitalism. We invented the free market. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There, we but invented... I give lots of credit to the Catholics, dear bud. No, they if you read if you market. read Rothbard's history of economic thought, he think he he largely like gives the market economy like he gives that feat to the Catholics and the Catholic Church largely. See, that's funny because Max Weber is a big fan of saying that the Protestants and especially the Calvinists did a lot when it comes to capitalism, which I think I don't even Max know Weber who did. that is, but I remember you giving a bizarre rant while walking through the through the <laughs> Mall of America. <laughs> I remember you were just on a rant so about how well. you hate the Calvinists. I was nodding along, I, like, "Yeah, I'm not going to remember any of this, but yeah, I'm all for the Protestant bashing." <laughs> Protestantism, Protestantism should be eradicated from humanity. Um, I like there's like, you know, the memory TV memes where it's like, so Bishop, do you, you believe in the converting of Protestant churches? And he's like, yes, converting them into ashes. (laughs) (laughs) So true. I'm not particularly a religious person. Do you know that? But my hatred for Protestants run deep because they hate fun. They hate glory. They hate, this is something I was talking about with you and Connor. And I think I was talking about Cato as well. Um, And it was, it was a thing of like, the problem I have with a lot of tradcasts is that they're Protestants in Catholics' clothing, true Mediterranean Catholics, because that's where the heartbed of Catholicism is. Sorry, Irish Catholics. You guys have been poisoned by your weak and unpure, impure Celtic blood, but true Catholicism comes from the Mediterranean, from Spain and Italy. Um, and where, where are the cathedrals in Ireland? Hmm? Where are the cathedrals? Where are the basilicas? Where's the gold? Sorry, Probably Dublin. Farmers. No. Uh, no. And I'm just going to say that without any evidence. Belfast. I know I'm right. I can only That's name two places in Ireland. <laughs> That's not part of Ireland. That's part of Northern Ireland. Shut your mouth, um, communist. Northern Ireland I'm belongs just... to the Irish. Well, you know that Sinn Féin and the IRA were very communist. Okay, right? who cares? They're right about this. They, uh, Northern Ireland <laughs> belongs to the Irish. It's our <laughs> island. You back off, you filthy redcoat. I fully I will agree. cast them out like snakes, like St. Patrick did. So true, King. All right. But what I was saying is that a lot of – but ca- Catholics, especially in those areas, enjoy life. Have a cigar. Like, why, why, why you're going to go far? Um. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just said. No, but see, yeah, but like Catholics aren't like Puritans. Well, we believe like, in like why? rightly yeah. ordered activities, but we think you can enjoy life and that enjoying life is part well, of it. And that's like also part of like the God whole. God gave you all these things. Yeah. Why are you going to shun them all? And it's God like, gave you music to listen to and women to kiss and. And yes, like, yes, gentlemen, holding hands with your girlfriend is not a sin. Fun fact. Yeah, like <laughs> you can, like you can kiss your girlfriend. You can hold hands. You can do whatever the fuck you want. American I, Catholics are often more times more American than they are Catholic. They're Protestants. They're Protestants, and I think they're Protestants with a fun aesthetic. At this point, they're they're Protestants that like gold and priests and. Honestly, I don't even like the gold part of Catholicism. I'm going to be honest. I'm too goth for it. Um, but uh, 
I give me like the the gothic stone of old cathedrals. We gotta just take you to Notre Dame. Gotta take you. To no, Notre Dame. we gotta. I gotta take you to the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, man. That Dude, you know where I want to go? I want to go to the Hagia Sophia. The Hagia Sophia, yeah. yeah. I very much want to go there. Um, but you should see the Sagrada Familia. It was got. I saw Lorenzo, what if we like, retook Constantinople? What if we did that? I, I've been a, I've been a fan of that for years. I think that we should kill it with fire and brimstone and give it back to Greece. Um, give Constantinople to Rome. <laughs> Amen, brother. This is how we reunite the churches. <laughs> um no, I think that uh I, I think that there is something very beautiful about um about the Sagrada Familia. The devil killed Gaudi before he could finish his work. Uh, I'm not again. I'm not particularly religious, but I I do I I I like being a religious for the bit, and also I'm a fan of superstition and supernatural things happening because it's fun. And why am I going to enjoy life if it's if it's dull and bland and full? Listen, of- you can still believe in those things. You just have to realize that they're demons. Yeah, I mean, I also believe that humanity should embrace AI and all that stuff. Um, I think that we'll, we'll I think fix you. That, I no, I legitimately think that AI will do a lot of good things for humanity, and that people, and that the right people should take control of it before the wrong people do. Um, I also, I also think that I, I would like my per, if I get a, you know, because what people a lot of times use ChatGPT for now is like writing emails and and kind of menial tasks, and the people have complained that it takes out a distinctive writing style. And I disagree. I want, well, I, I would like whatever personal AI assistant I have to have a certain personality. You know how, like, droids in Star Wars have a certain personality? So, like, like I want my... so it's like, um, what's his face? Um, Tony Stark has Jarvis. Like, you just have it so it has a personality. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm going to feed my AI just nothing but unhinged, drunk, Kinsella rambling tweets. And... And like, <laughs> it just like throws an insult every other sentence. It's like, <laughs> I hope this email reaches you well, though truthfully I don't, because you are a menial idiot who needs to go and pitch themselves into a into hellfire. I'm a member. I'm a me- I'm an intellectual heavyweight. I'm a member of Mensa. I have a skyrocketing <laughs> IQ. <laughs> but like that type of stuff is just funny to me, and I think it's I, like I, I I also think that there is nothing. I don't like the technological backwardness of a lot of religious people. If we're going to be on that topic, I think that I think that the concepts of being ha, ha, giving credence to God and being trying to reach for the stars quite literally are not incompatible. You can you can say God's God's glory and God's grace allowed us to travel out to the stars. I would like for humanity to explore the galaxy. I think that it's a it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know. If you want to spin it in a religious thing, explore God's creation. I just I just want us to explore space so we can prove the Mormons wrong that they don't have they they don't have planets. Uh, I want to explore the asteroid belt and then build the first mine on the asteroid belt because I will destabilize the entire world of currency. I <laughs> want that gold, gold asteroid. <laughs> well, you know, you know, we've already talked about what part of my family was. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, 
you know, I, I think there's a lot of technologically backwards religious people. And I think that's a shame. That's a shame because there's a lot of clear, you know, a lot of monks helped rediscover a lot of technological stuff. A lot of the big scientific discoveries were made by Catholics. I think another casualty of American Protestantism is the dis, is disillusion between church and science. And it's allowed for atheists to have their edgy takes about, I fucking love science. I love it so much. I suck its dick. And it's like, you know, a lot of, a lot of great research and stuff were religious. So, you know, and again, I'm not particularly religious myself, um, but I think that, and this is something that I think the Muslims did well as well, the House of Wisdom in Baghdad. The, you know, a lot of the Muslims translated a lot of the Greek classics. Um, That's nice, but the have they considered that their prophet was a pedophile and a warlord? I mean, they, 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 they worship a, a false prophet, but but they still, you know, did a lot when it comes to most of our math comes from, um, from, uh, from Islamic stuff. Oh, and I'll show you exactly why. You you want to you want to see the bi biggest example, right? Sure. The word algebra comes from Arabic algebra. What an odd endorsement of the Crusades. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'm, in all seriousness, no, the, the, the Muslims, and also at the same time, the medieval Indians, despite not really figuring out plumbing and sewage, um, figured out the concept of zero, um, and they're very smart, a lot of that stuff, so, you know, there's just a lot of things. We, I just went off on a massive fucking tangent there. Holy shit. So in my, in my free time, I've been doing a lot of like philosophy reading as of late. I guess there Have I you read any Kant yet? I haven't read any Kant, no. I just got, I'm reading Peter Kreef's um, 100 Greatest Philosophers of All Time. And Kant is like in the third volume. I'm still in the first volume. But they're, they're talking about Pythagoras, you know, like the Pythagorean theorem guy. Pythagoras. Pythagoras, whatever. It's, I'm saying it how I want, because I'm right, and they're wrong. He's wrong about how his name is pronounced. So true. <laughs> no, but, he, like, that guy was insane. Like, I just learned, like, how insane he was. Like, he was thinking he about trying cult. to overthrow the town, and so the town led, like, pitchforks and torches, and he had to, like, somehow escape them burning down his home. Well, the he had a cult. of He had a math cult. Like... The Greeks were fucking brilliant, but man, they had some weird. They had math cults and they had bro sex. Like, I'm shaking I my do, head at, at Lorenzo. That's that's what you're hearing in the silence. Like, I'm just shaking my head at him. <laughs> it's like so. I'm engaging. I'm engaging in heterosexual homosexual. So I actually, sex, but I'm shaking my head to show how. So bad I asked it is. a friend how often she thinks about the Roman Empire, and she says not at all. And she said that she is so she doesn't think she doesn't like the Roman that we think about the Roman Empire so much because she thinks of like you know like how the Spartans would like diddle little kids. Like she thinks about that. They didn't diddle kids. Those were no. That's not that. No, like they she says that she associates kids. that with the Romans. Well, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot. It's, uh, well, Roman concepts of sexuality were very different. No, I'm not, not defend before I, anyone says anything. This is not a defense or endorsement of, of them. I think it's very reprehensible. But to explain 
a lot of older Roman men would find young boys. Let's just let's call a spade a spade. Damn it, find well, young I, boys I, I, to fuck my entire ass. stance was that that didn't ha- that didn't happen. You're thinking of the Greeks. And so I was like, no, 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 no. Well, I'm saying it's the Greeks because I'm defending Rome and that's all that needs to be said. You can defend, you can still defend Rome. You can defend Rome post-Constantine. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> I will continue defending all aspects of Rome except for that one. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways, um, let's see. We, we did have an, another, like two more topics and I, I do want to touch oh, yeah, on it. You went to the, the topics, Baylor yeah. game, right? How was, how was Baylor? Yeah, okay. So, all right. I For context, uh, since I, I live in Austin now, but a very, very good friend of mine goes to college at Baylor. And I had I had shot him a text last week being like, hey, are there any open tickets for the Baylor-Texas game? Because that would be a cool game to go to. It's going to be packed. It'd be a big thing. You know, even if Baylor loses, which they would probably lose because Texas is very good and Baylor sucks this year. Um and he's like, oh, I'll double check. And he found a few seats, and I, I bought the I bought the seat. I drove up to Waco on Saturday um, and stayed with him. It was a lovely time. Uh, went to the tailgate. So so yeah, I, I went so I went to the tailgate um, with his Kappa Sigma brethren, um, who it was very interesting because a lot of the frats in Baylor weren't didn't remind me of typical frats. They were they weren't full of like big frat bro types. Um, and a lot of his brothers are very cool, very Christian. Um, yep, yep. You can. I saw this live. There's no need. There's no need to uh, show that. Yep, uh, Jatavion. That's hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Tailgate was fun. They had brisket. They had great brisket. Um, and actually, it was really one of the cooler parts as well was that. Um, people from the different schools that were in the same frat mingled. So there was a few Kappa Sig pledges at the Baylor tent. Just talking, and I was like, "That's cool." Um, I still, uh, well, yeah, horns down. Horns down. But uh, then we went to the the stadium. Went the stadium is beautiful. It's right on the water. Um, that's one thing about the Baylor campus is that it's a, it's like the, the stadium is by the river. Very very beautiful. Um, we went in, and honestly, my favorite part of the whole game was the pomp and ceremony before the game. You know, you have the marching bands play. Yeah, everyone gets all hyped up. There's a fight song. Um, the te- all the all the Texas people came out. The Texas people played their fight song, and just the booing was still out. It was a blackout game, so all the Baylor's wearing black. It was the most black that you could see at uh, a Baylor arena in a very long time since uh, RG3 went to Baylor. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that the campus is not very diverse. It's in it's a small Christian school in the heart of Texas. I would not expect it to be very diverse. Um, but when when the Texas uh, team came out, like the booing was so loud. Everyone was doing horns down. It was just so loud. And then there's like the running the line. So you have all these people, all these freshmen, and they, dude, this crowd grows and they run across the field and they broke the line. They're not. They they actually went before they were supposed to, just because the pressure is so big. What did you get? But um, the anyway the the um, the game or like the the watching all the people come out was so cool. It was so cool, and it was just it was so hyped up. And then the game started, and uh, Baylor got their asses completely handed to them. Um, 
which was to be expected because you like Texas is very, very, very good this year. Um, they're very good. They're going to lose Baylor TCU. Sucks. Uh, I don't know, man. They're going to lose TCU. Know. I promise you. I, I would. I we'll have to ask Connor because he would probably be more knowledgeable about it. Um, because Texas is actually very good. Um, I think they're also a little overrated right now, and Longhorn fans are fucking pussies. They were, like, complaining about how Baylor fans were booing them, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're at a college football game. There's no need for decorum at a college game. Like, it's not like an NFL game. It's like, that's different. That's different, you know, unless it's like an Eagles-Cowboys game or something like that. But, like, for most things, you know, Bills fans and, and Dolphins fans or Bills fans and, and Jets fans, you know, they'll – They'll put their differences aside after the game. Be like, this is a good game. It was a good game of football. We, you know, we gave it our all. But um, yeah, it was. Speaking of which, did you see uh, the the Broncos Dolphins game? Dude, that was a Anything war about crime. It? That, like the the <laughs> Dolphins saw what Texas did to Baylor and like, hold my beer. Well, okay. To be fair, what Texas did to Baylor is not uncommon in college football. There's always lopsided games in college football. But but oh my god. The Broncos got ruined, absolutely ruined. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. Um, I like. I'm probably gonna go. I'm gonna go see more of their bass. They're a basketball team. They're a dominant basketball team, um, and they're playing at TCU, I think. So you know, Connor, if you want to go to a basketball game, <laughs> using using our podcast platform to pitch your game ideas. Wow, bud. So wow. true. I'll never stop. I'm unrepentant. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was very fun. It was very fun. But yeah, that's just kind of it for that. Yeah, that's true. Um, TCU won again. We beat. Um, I'm trying to remember, we beat SMU for the Iron Craig Skillet. James. <laughs> Craig James. You did it, man. You did it because you did it. <laughs> that, the, the five of them left. Let give gave their blessing. If you don't understand it, just look it up. Craig James five. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. So thanks, a, Craig James, for jinxing there. the game for SMU for all time. TCU won and, again, baby. Refram Bazoo. And, and thank you once again for watching and listening. Or sorry, not watching. Listening. I think that was a good segue. Yeah, I suppose. Start wrapping up. I suppose we could... We Why, could, did you have another topic? I mean, I, I mean, we did have that article we could talk about, but I feel like that would take a little bit more time. And I, oh, it was about that there's all sorts of guns in Texas. Yeah, yeah and that's Texas beautiful. Rules. You didn't and have, they're trying to gaslight yeah, you, you just, despite the mass shootings. They, uh, <sighs> I, I will, you know, funny, the, the, my girlfriend, um, she, she, when I was explaining New York gun laws to her, she was like, you guys can't even defend yourselves? She's like, oh my God, what kind of state do you, did you guys live in? And I was like, wow, we're so back. Um, wow. So yeah, Texas is so great. Uh, I love Texas. But yeah, uh, with that, because um, my computer is about to die, and we've been going for almost an hour and a half. Yeah, your computer's weak, bro. Weak. I only had it at half battery when I started, so... I can't believe this, man. I can't believe you've done this. Anyways, Lorenzo, my friend, where can people find you? What can they... What, uh, what do you got coming up? Can they find you at more yeah, Baylor games in the future? Uh, maybe. I'm, I'll probably go to a few basketball ones, because that'll be fun as well. I mean, the football ones are also really fun. Like, I, I like... Even if Baylor loses, I like the pomp and circumstance or ceremony of it. 
But uh, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter at prog underscore enjoyer seven. Um, that's another Midwestern thing. Ah, Prague. Prague. Um, pro- prog underscore enjoyer seven. Um, that's my pol- more politics stuff, and it's where you can hear me be more of an unhinged retard. You can find me on Instagram at Lorenzo underscore Silvio. Um, that is music only, no politics, please. Um, because that is for my brand. And as far as anyone knows, I love gay rights or whatever. I'm pro-noun or something like that. Um, yeah, you can find me there. How about you, David? Um, as always, you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at RealDavidBJr. Just the J-R there for junior. Um, as always, check out the Mises Institute. If you want to get some great books, right now we're also having a 20% off sale. So if you use Fall Sale 2023 at checkout, you can get 15% off. Otherwise, you can also use promo code Brady, B-R-A-D-Y, at checkout and get a good 10% off. They don't stack, unfortunately. And if you donate, consider donating to the Mises Institute. Obviously, this isn't a Mises... The Mises Institute does not endorse anything about this podcast, not in the slightest. But if but you want to... we endorse the Mises Institute. We endorse the Mises Institute. And if you... We endorse you giving your money to the Mises Institute. Because you know what? They, they don't deserve... They don't get government grants. They're not giving a bunch of money for living on the Beltway. They're not giving a bunch of donations from Mitch McConnell and all that crap. They need your support. So consider donating even just $5 at Mises.org slash $5 with the dollar sign five. And if you donate $15 or more, you get a free copy copy of Mises' A Theory of Money and Credit, which is a great classic text. So consider supporting the Mises Institute. Please, please help them. I just buy a book. Yes. Yes. Oh, I got I got to finish the little pamphlets. Yeah, you got to read the books so that I gave you. You're reading Nick Land shit. You won't read the I books read I gave you. I read one essay. I read one essay. I you know what? Tonight I promise you I'll read uh which one should I read first? How to think about the economy of primer. That's true. Shout out Pear Byland. He's also a great Twitter Twitter follower. He's a, he's funny and witty. Him and Bob Murphy have great interactions. Bob Murphy's just all-time great Twitter follow as well. I, I love Bob Murphy. He's he's like my intellectual have you seen, hero. Do you ever, do you ever do you see that uh, freaking edit that Zulu? Yes, I, I, I see that. Like, I've <laughs> seen that edit a few times. I'm a big dog. <laughs> yeah, I've I, I've seen that. I've seen that. But again, you can follow me there. Um, hopefully, I should be having some more content coming out of the Mises Wire. So Mises.org. You can find some of my writings sometimes there. I just had an article published at the Foundation for Economic Education. So if you want to find out why we can't kick fossil fuels, consider going to fee.org as well. Um, otherwise, that's everything for me right now. I don't have any events or anything. I'm not cool enough for that. I, I'm not invited on podcasts or anything. So that's all That's no, all my neither, stuff. Neither of us are invited. I'm actually going on uh, You're Welcome. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to go. I was trying to get uh to to debate bird from tle about the grateful dead um that will not and, happen uh, he will not debate it will me. not happen he won't debate me he won't debate me and i was debate me bro because i don't like the grateful dead but it's okay because tle's great it's a tle wednesday today i still haven't finished the episode yeah um, i was actively listening and then you were like i'm ready when you are and it's like oh TLE. I I need to get back to the news. The news. All right. TLE Nation. All right. All right. Thank uh, you all for for checking in, and we're looking we're looking forward to seeing you again next week. Bye bye. Hugs and ki- hugs and kisses, bitches. We love you.